Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Yo, what's happening, Rush Nation? It is Murph here. I am back. Done the Thanksgiving slate of games. Now previewing the 6 p.m. slate of games. There's seven in this slate. So going to go through and give you uh, all my rankings and who I would suggest you start. Uh, and don't start in these games. So going to be going through these at a good pace, making sure we get this one wrapped up in under 20 minutes. Uh, I get accused of going too long on these podcasts, so want to make sure it's all good. And we're going to start here with the AFC North battle between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals. And this one should be a real barn burner. And I think in terms of players available there'll be plenty to choose from in this one start with the quarterbacks joe barrow you can absolutely start him this week he is my uh, quarterback 10 on the week ben roethlisberger is my quarterback 23 on the week so i have him lower than most only because just a bit unsure how healthy he's going to be don't be too surprised if i do move him up my ranks towards the weekend you can catch those on fiveyardrush.co.uk or also on fantasy pros Looking at the running backs in this one, and Najee Harris is my highest rated running back. I have him at running back four on the week. I have Joe Mixon at running back eight on the week. The wide receivers, again, plenty to choose from this game. 
You have Jamar Chase at five on the week. I think this is a really good matchup for him, and I think they will look to exploit him. Deontay Johnson is my wide receiver 10, so two wide receiver ones in this game. I have T. Higgins at wide receiver 19, and Chase Claypool at wide receiver 25. So I have two wide receiver ones and two, in effect, wide receiver twos. I know I have Chase Claypool at 25, but it's a really fine margin between 24 and 25. So two wide receiver ones, two wide receiver twos uh, in this matchup. So plenty to play in this one. I think you can feel pretty confident about uh, all of them. Uh, I have, for anyone else who wants to know, uh, Tyler Boyd at wide receiver 40. He's definitely a flex consideration. And I have James Rob, uh, James Washington at 68. So I think you can play Boyd in the flex. I think this will be a high-scoring game. And I think you can feel pretty comfortable if you're struggling for options on your flex. In 12, 14, 16-team league, for example, then Tyler Boyd should be someone that should be considered for your flex uh, this week. If I look at the tight ends in this one, not too confident on uh, CJ Azuma, although I do have Pat Freemuth as my tight end 10, so someone you can definitely start. CJ Azuma I have at, at tight end 17. So a bit of change there, but I think you can start Freemuth. I probably wouldn't start Azuma unless, again, a bit desperate stream position, a bit short. It's my cover for Kelsey, in which case, fine. I, I don't think he's going to have the biggest of weeks, but, you know, you're hoping he gets that touchdown off Joe Burrow. Looking at the next game, and this is the Jets versus the Texans, both teams two and eight. We think and expect that Zach Wilson will be back for this one. And if I'm honest with you, I'm going to struggle to name a lot of players here that are going to be fantasy relevant in this one. First of all, none of the quarterbacks. Now we're looking at the running back situation. I think Michael Carter is likely to be out for this one. And if he is out, Ty Johnson is my highest rated running back in this game. I have him at 30 and Tevin Coleman at 32. I do think they're going to split work. I think Johnson could break away and he could get into that running back two territory. But I say could. I wouldn't necessarily expect that to happen. He's going to need to run the hot hand because I think that's what uh, Salah would do, and the the offense there. So don't be surprised if Tevin Coleman's getting uh, getting carries here. But if Ty Johnson breaks out and he has a good game, he'll get the majority of the work and he'll get RB2 numbers, but he needs to have a good start to get there. I'm projecting on the slightly more conservative side, just based on the fact that they couldn't potentially not separate too much from each other. Uh, Philip Lindsay's been cut. Doesn't change David Johnson or Vex Packard at all. You don't need to be starting them in any games. Now, Brandon Cooks is my highest rated pass catcher in this one. I have him at 21 and Elijah Moore of the Jets at 22. So I have both of those as wide receiver twos and I have them both back to back. I have Corey Davis at 34. I have Jameson Crowder at 42. And then I have Keelan Cole at 75. That's where I have everyone don't need to worry about the tight ends in this one. Both these teams don't optionally like to use them all that much. So it's very thin. You've got two wide receiver twos. Uh, Corey Davis as a flex play. Crowder as a flex play. And maybe Ty Johnson, if he can break away from the crowd, from Tevin Coleman. That is it. You don't need to worry about anyone else in that game at all. Massive game for the defending champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are going to Indy. Haven't been good on the road. This is going to be a test for Jonathan Taylor. This is going to be a test for the Buccaneers. A lot of matchups across the board here. Quentin Nelson, I think, is going to be out. 
Vita Vea, I think, is going to be out. I think that helps Taylor. So there's a few things sort of backwards and forwards here in this one. But let's go back to the quarterbacks here. I have Tom Brady as my quarterback three on the week. I do think this is a good matchup. I think you can pass and put points up on this defense for Indianapolis. So I do think they'll feel comfortable about that. I have Carson Wentz at 14 because equally the secondary of the Buccaneers is so banged up. I think you can pass on them too. So I think both quarterbacks here are in play. Now, if I look at the running back situation here, I have Jonathan Taylor at six. I'm very under consensus here. I respect the Buccaneers defense. I see it week in, week out. I still think Taylor has a good week. I still think he can get to 100 yards, but I don't think he's going to have these five touchdown game that we kind of have seen last week or these huge yardage totals. So that's something just to keep in mind here. But obviously a must start. You have to start Taylor. You've drafted him to be that person. I have Leonard Fournette at 16 uh, on the week. I have Naheem Hines at 39 on the week. just don't think anyone else is relevant other than the two lead backs in this one. Now, as we come to the pass catches here, I have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans back-to-back. I have them at 8 and I have and 9. So 8 and 9, I have them in my rankings. Godwin over Evans, but you could kind of pick between them. I think both are going to get heavily targeted. There is a chance, apparently, that Antonio Brown could be back. I'm not so sure, um, but we'll wait and see on that one. Um, maybe it'll be next week, but I'm not expecting Antonio Brown to be back for, for this one, to be honest. And I think it'll be Godwin and Evans will get all the targets here. I Pittman at 14. So, again, I think he's going to get a lot of volume here and get a lot of work. I'm not worried about any other pass catches in this one. And then I look at the tight ends. I have Gronk at number eight, and I have Mo Alley-Cox at 24. So for the Buccaneers side, it's pretty much the same names as always. It's Brady, it's Fournette, it's Evans, it's Godwin and Gronk. You can start all of those, all those are must-start plays. For the Colts, I think you can start Wentz. Wentz is a must-start, but I think you can definitely start him. You can start, you must start Jonathan Taylor, must start Michael Pittman. And that's where we are with, with those. Next game on the slate, Atlanta at Jacksonville again. Two, two not so great teams, not really firing right now. Again, not loads of players here to talk about, but we will cover every player from every game. So let's see where we get to here. Matt Ryan's form has been absolutely horrendous, and you wouldn't be surprised to see I've got him at quarterback 25 on the week. So neither of these quarterbacks, I have Lawrence at 26. Neither of these quarterbacks are startable for me. Now, I've got the running backs here. I have James Robinson at running back 10. So I have him as a running back one this week, and I have Cordell Patterson. He's a little bit concerned about his health, but I do think he will go. Uh, If he does go, I have him at 13 on the week, but I'm just waiting to see. Obviously, if he does right now, I've got him there. If he pivots, I'm not starting Gorman, and I'm not starting Davis under any circumstances, even if there's no CPAT. So CPAT plays he's special in the sense of how he runs in his offense. So he gets ranked higher. If not, I'm not putting anyone in. So no need to worry about handcuffs in this one, especially if you listen to the handcuff show uh, I did earlier in the week. Um, looking at the wide receivers in this one, uh, not many to choose from. Uh, as it stands right now. Marvin Jones is my highest rated wide receiver. I have him at wide receiver 38. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, wide receiver 53. Russell Gage, wide receiver 58. So except for Marvin Jones as a borderline flex play, I'm not starting anyone else in this one. I have Kyle Pitts as my... 
and I have Dan Arnold as my tight end 15. I think you can start Darnold. Um, uh, Dan Arnold, sorry. I keep calling him Darnold because it's shortened. Dan Arnold. I think you can start Dan Arnold. I know he blanked last week, but consistently he puts up that sort of four or five for 60. In PPR league, that's going to make sense. In a non-PPR league, it's six points. He's probably going to be, you know, I've got him at 15. We shot me if he came in at 11. No. We shot me if he came in at nine. No. Uh, he's not going to put in a top eight performance. But at the same point, he's not going to bottom out and flame out. I know he did last week. So, again, not many players to talk about there. Literally, Robinson, uh, CPAT, if he plays, um, which I expect him to. Uh, Marvin Jones is a flex. Carpet. And then Dan Arnold, again, I, I think it's fine. At 15. Uh, Carolina at Miami, uh, Cam Newton's re- return revenge tour, I guess if you want to call it, is is on the is on the horizon. Uh, I have him at quarterback nine on the week, so definitely in the starting range. Um, as for as for Tua, I have Tua at twelve. So again, I think you can start Tua this week. I'm just looking at my rankings. I just got a bit confused. I have two at 15 this week. <laughs> it just popped up as 12. It's not 15. I have Cam Newton at 9. I have two at 15 uh, this week. So you can definitely start uh, both these players. But again, you might have better options than, than two in your starting lineup. Christian McCaffrey is my number one. Over. Great matchup for him to to pile on. I'm Miles Gaskin at 27. He's just so hot and cold and consistent. It's a really hard one to put in a lineup and expect him to do a job, but I have him at running back 27. You can make that judgment call as to where you would like to start him or not. I'm only in one league and it's a home league and I'm <sighs> decision I have because there's just so many there and they've just signed Philip Lindsay. It's not a good sign for Miles Gaskin. Wide receivers, I have DJ Moore at 16. I have Jalen Waddle of Miami at 24. Both of those wide receiver twos, you can start those quite comfortably. The next uh, next one up is Robbie Anderson. I have at 52 and Albert Wilson at 66. So you can definitely start Waddle and DJ Moore, but I wouldn't be worrying about starting anyone else. Um, and then here is Mike Gazicki. I think this is a good week for him. I have him as the tight end six. So in summary, you can definitely start Cam. You might want to start Tua. It's not a bad matchup for him. You're definitely starting Christian McCaffrey. Mars Gaskin, make that judgment call for yourself. Uh, DJ Moore, Jaden Waddle, wide receiver twos. And um, uh, Mike Gazicki as your tight end six on the week. Uh, please know two games to go Tennessee at New England again this one's going to be a really tough one because we've got some injuries all over the shop here especially for Tennessee so I wouldn't be starting either quarterback in this circumstance not for me not at Foxborough I have Tannehill actually at 21 on the week I think this is going to be a really difficult matchup for him and they're going to struggle to run the ball as well Mac Jones, for anyone wanting to know, is at quarterback 16. Don't think it's as bad a matchup for him, but just one to keep an eye on. Now we look at the running backs. I have Damien Harris and Ramadre Stevenson literally back-to-back. Um, I have them at running back 22 and running back 23. I think you can start either, and I think they'll be fine. Um, obviously, if there's still a bit of an injury concern to Harris, then Stevenson will get the arrow up. 
I think it's trending more towards Stevenson now. He's starting to get that work. As for what we do with this three-headed monster in Tennessee, I don't really want any part of it. Dante Foreman at 36. Jeremy McNichols, if he even plays, uh, at 37. Um, and Dontrell Hillard at 41. I just, yeah, just stay away. Just stay away. That's just that's the only advice I have for you. Just don't get involved. Even if you need to, just don't. Um, right. I have AJ Brown at wide receiver 18 overall. Uh, he is carrying an injury. We're waiting to see what happens. I do think he will go. Uh, but he could get schemed out this game. But I have him at 18 as it stands right now. Jacoby Myers at 39. Uh, Kendrick Bourne at 41. Nelson Aguilar at 50. That's where I have those wide receivers uh, this week. Uh, if anyone's wondering about the second Tennessee pass catcher, it's a bit random, but I've gone with Westbrook. Akeen, after last week, he is at wide receiver 57, but it wouldn't shock me if Chester Rogers got the work. I mean, it is so random right now as to uh, who they play with that second wide receiver role. And then we have here, I have Hunter Henry currently at 12. He is questionable. He's still on the injury report. So one to keep an eye on. Johnny Smith is 22. Um, and I have, I don't have Anthony Ferkser, uh down as it stands right now. I know he was a bit of an injury concern, but it looks like he's probably going to play. I would have him probably somewhere around, you know, uh, tight end 23 to tight end 25 range. So just keep an eye on uh, that one. And then last, but by no means least, the NFC East battle between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Giants. And this one should be quite an interesting matchup. And I think there will be some point scorers in this one. So Jalen Hurts is my quarterback four on the week. He just seems to be getting it done right now. Daniel Jones is all the way down in 22 because that Eagles defense is really flying. They're my streaming pick of the week uh, for defenses. They were my stream pick last week. They did such a good job. They're back again. Saquon Barkley, I have at 14. Miles Sanders, I have at running back 18. So pretty close to her. Saquon does have uh, RB1 upside but I still think he's still carrying a little bit of an injury. Uh, I think he takes a bit of time to get going. So I've got him in RB2 range. I've got Miles Sanders in RB2 range. Boston Scott at 29, just because I think he'll get some of the workload from Miles Sanders. We're just going to cap him a little bit. I have Devonta Smith at 23 on the week. Wide receiver two, definitely play him. He's got some upside. Kadarius Tony at wide receiver 37, well worth a flex spot. Uh, I'd definitely be starting him in there with his upside. Sterling Shepard is at 51. He is questionable. However, if he plays, I think he will have um, some upside as well. Kenny Golladay is 55. For me, he's not even playable. I just wouldn't even bother playing him. But Sleeper will try and trick you into thinking he's going to have a good week because they seem to overinflate his projections every single week. And every week he somehow, not somehow, it's no surprise, he consistently underperforms under his projection. So just stay away from Kenny Golladay, I think, until further notice. And then Dallas Goddard, I have as the tight end nine on the week. Evan Ingram at tight end 23. And that's going to do it. Got it done in less than 20 minutes. So uh, enjoy. hope you enjoyed the Thanksgiving games or you're enjoying them. This will be out at some point during them. So I hope you've enjoyed some of them. And I look forward to being back with you tomorrow to discuss 
the late slate games, uh, Sunday night football, Monday night football, and if there's any changes in the six o'clock games in terms of injuries or any other news, I will bring those to you then. But until then, as always, Rush Nation, don't forget, keep rushing. live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.